Hello. Oh. A pen. Peter, that's the best you could do. I got a trophy. My name is Kelsey. Oh, welcome into Farm to Fame. I think I forgot that part. <laughs> My name is Kelsey Wingert. That is Peter Moylan. That is Maddie Mass. You guys, Peter Moylan's having a day. We are having a day. And we just want to preface this episode with telling you guys about his day because it's going to affect the episode. Pete is at a haunted hotel in Milwaukee. Go on. Carry on. I'm at a hotel in Milwaukee. Haunted. And I woke up this morning and, and went to get my coffee. And Cheers. when I returned from my coffee, I noticed the elevator doors were all open and nobody was coming up or down. So I went sign. to push the button thinking that it'd go ding, ding. And there was no ding. Mm. I also noticed that the lobby was very dark compared to what it was when I left. Turns out they don't have any power. Mm. Not only do they not have any power, they don't have any running water. They have running water, but it's not powered running water. So it's like a drip. Uh, no electricity, no air conditioning, no elevators, no internet, no fridge, no food. Uh, and I had a note slipped under my door that just said, outage, please don't leave. So it's going good. It's Folks, going good. This good. is the way you want to start out a day where you're broadcasting a major league baseball game. Let me tell you, are you in the booth? Second time in the booth ever. First time <laughs> oh, on the road. No. And this is what I'm hit with. But you know what? It makes me stronger, Kels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't have Wi-Fi. So he so Peter is currently having to use his phone to zoom in with us. Therefore. Um, I'm going to be reading a lot of the episode today and, and Peter's going to Pete. I'm here for comedic value. Okay. That's great. Um, and it's going to be a fast one too. Cause as you can see, Kelsey's, or if you're not watching, as you can't see, you look like you're in a hotel also. I'm also in a hotel, got back to Denver last night at midnight. Um, got to bed at like three. Let's go. It's 5 well, a.m. Atlanta fault. time for you guys that's keeping score fault. at home. No, there was something I wanted to stay in town for to support case. So I, I stayed and took a 10 p.m. flight out and then we were delayed. But mm. my breaking news, because I know everyone has now become major Alatoona Buccaneer fans. Our pitching coach, our draft expert, my husband in 19 days, Casey Lynch. And the Alatoona Buccaneers have beat the Lassiter Trojans to advance to the state championship game at Truist Park this week. We play for rings in the desert, as Jake would say. Rings in um, the desert? That's what he says about the snakes. Um, Jake snakes. Yeah, so uh, the Bucks made it to the state championship game. I'm fired up. I'm flying back to Atlanta after our day game in between series to be there for the state championship. Let's go. Um, there are some no hitters this week. Yeah, there was. And that's our opening segment, which is brought to you by our King, our draft King. You can slide into stacks of cash this baseball season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the MLB season with DraftKings' same game parlays. You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many bases will be stolen, total runs, and more. It's your shot at an even 
and bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, just like BBD. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5. Mm. Get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball, minimum age and eligibility. Oof. Minimum age and eligibility. <laughs> minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. Reed Detmers. He had no permission. Reed to do Detmers. What he did. <laughs> Reed Detmers, folks. Last Tuesday versus the Rays. I tweeted this out. If you don't know who Reed Detmers is, well, if you're here, you probably do know who he is. But for our friends who don't listen to Farm to Fame, you wouldn't know all about him when he threw that no hitter the other night versus the Rays. Um, one walk, only two Ks, which was interesting. Um, 108 yes. pitches, 11 ground outs, 14 flyouts. Um, he lowered his season ERA from 532 to 377. That's fun. Love that for him. What a jump. Um, and we've talked about this guy a lot, Pete. I'll, I'll go over his path to the majors, but um, I don't know if you were able to watch any of this game, but I'm sure you I saw did. some. Okay, let's hear it. So it was like he got through the first inning, gave up a couple of hard hits in the first inning, and then everything seemed to flow, relying on weak contact. As you said, not a lot of punch outs. Not lots of swings and misses, but it felt like it, it, just a lot of soft contact throughout the outs. Um, there was a couple of good plays made also, which mm-hmm. every no-hitter seems to have. But I think the no strikeouts is what allowed him to get through the nine innings because his pitch count, he was under 100 pitches coming through eight. So there was never, ever that question of, does he go back out for it? Does he? No, maybe yeah. maybe there was, but you know, in, in my eyes, you're under 100 pitches going into the ninth inning, then you have every opportunity to finish that thing off. And he did it. Beautiful. I think he ended up with 106 or 108 pitches or something like that. 111, whatever it ended up being, it wasn't a, a lot. 108. It's been so cool seeing, man, I'm just so freaking happy for the Angels fan base. Um, and just seeing how excited they are about this team. Now I know um, my cousin went that night was the Shohei Otani bobblehead. So my cousin went to the game for the bobblehead and got a witness Reed Detmer's throw no no which was pretty cool but that place looks freaking electric um Mm -hmm. and we've talked about Detmer's in the past this is a guy who last year um easily could have cracked the opening day roster for the Angels and they didn't I believe it was Chris Rodriguez that cracked it instead of him um but this is a guy we were talking about before the start of last season. Um, he was drafted by the Braves in the 32nd round of 2017. He declined and went to Louisville. He pitched three seasons at Louisville. Um, and while he was there, 20, 20 and six record, a 320 ERA. Pete, mm. 284 Ks to 73 walks. You love that over his career there. Then he was drafted by the Angels 10th overall in 2020. So this is why we talked about him a lot leading into that 2021 season, because he was just drafted in 2020. He didn't have a season and had a chance to to crack opening day last year. Um, Yes. So he started his career in double A 2021. He pitched 12 games to a 350 ERA. He was called up uh, to triple A for two games where he crushed 113 ERA called up to the angels for five games did not pitch. Well, ZRA sat above seven there. Um, and then in pro game number 25, and I want to make sure you go. Oh yes, Pete. I just have a question. Did mm-hmm. I read somewhere that he was almost pitching for his job too before this start? Like it wasn't, it hasn't been a particularly 
strong season for him leading up to this start and maybe they were looking to replace him had he not had a good outing this summer. Did I read that or am I just making that up? Well, I mean, his his ERA going into that game, we said it went from 532 to 377. Um, yeah. I just don't know the AL as in depth as I know the NL to know the depth of the starting pitching that the Angels have. I obviously know Shohei, I obviously know um, Thor and Detmers, yeah. but I don't, do they have the starting pitching capital to send him down? They've now got, they drafted nothing but starting pitching or pitching. Yeah, but that last was draft. last year. Yeah, but college kid like this is who's making the big leagues now too. It's it's college kids that they drafted last year that are that are potentially going to be able to make an impact this year. Um, I I don't know that I don't I can't look anything up. So, but if I could, I'd go to their Fangraphs page and check out what that says, and their roster resource page and check out what it says on there. But well, I'm looking at um, his game logs right now. He only had two games where he pitched at least five innings, and both of those okay. were right at five. But you you see that early in the season. I mean, they're they're going to get pulled early, but four innings, three and a third, five, five, four and a four and two thirds, and then nine. Um, but it wasn't like he wasn't getting hit around too much. Um, yeah. He was giving up runs in every single start, though. But I mean, yeah, he could have been pitching for his job, but um, I don't know what it would have taken for him to actually get knocked out. Yeah. Um, you know, also, just a quick note for those that might be watching the, uh, the highlights. Mm. The final two plays made in right field were made by friend of the pod, Aaron Whitefield, who was a defensive replacement playing right field for the Angels during that no-hitter. I've never seen him be so nervous under catches before. He's normally that guy that, you know, does the old belt buckle, pick it up like he's framing a pitch in center field. He's as confident as I've ever seen. And he was like, two hands just making sure that he didn't drop anything so that was that was cool yeah uh so congratulations to reed detmers um we love that for you um and before the next no hitter because there was another one this week which was very interesting (laughs) um we want to talk about sam bachman who was the angels first rounder in 2021 he was drafted 14th overall drafted as a junior out of miami ohio um, now he's 22. He pitched four no-hit innings with our guys, the Rocket City Trash Pandas, on Friday. Only 33 pitches in those four innings, which is the biggest thing that stands. I mean, obviously no hits, but um, really loved the, the pitch count in that. Overall, he's started two games, seven innings, one hit, two walks, three Ks. Man, people just aren't striking people out. Um, oh, i got a thing about I got a theory about that. You want me to talk about it, it real quick? Lots of okay. I think this game has become so reliant on swing and miss because or pitches have become so reliant on swing and miss based on everybody's trying to launch and hit home runs, right? Mm-hmm. So pitchers were just literally able to do whatever they want and throw the ball past guys because of the big swings. Yeah. Now, because the balls, they're not getting rewarded for those big swings like they were in years past. So balls that were going out are now F9s. So people are having to change their bats and change their approach and try and have more of that old school driver the other way, kept two strikes, fight off pitches, fouling balls off. Like it's, I feel like it's, unfortunately, it feels like the decision to change the baseballs may in fact prove to have more action in baseball. Yeah. Um, Is my general gist. I feel like I just have not seen strikeouts because as everybody probably knows, uh, the game plan with the team that I'm covering this year is pitching to ground balls, not trying to pitch to fly balls, not really trying to strike people out. But I was looking at 
We play the That's Giants. That's the pitching I, game plan for the Rockies at the moment? Yeah, keep the ball on the ground. It's unbelievable. You, you know, I'm noticing more catchers just setting up middle-middle, like just letting guys just rely on their, their stuff because they know that, like, I, I feel like guys don't have to be as precise because the balls aren't flying. You know what I mean? Well, like it's. Th- that's more so the case here because if the ball gets in the air, it's a double. And the thing, the thing that people think about Coors Field, they think that there's a lot of um, home runs hit here, but that's not really the case. It's really just our outfield is so big that there's so much room for doubles. Uh, there's so much room for hits. But anyway, we're playing the Giants today and the Mets. We got a cakewalk this week. Um, but I was looking at the preview of it, and it was just so funny because I was looking at Alex Wood, who has 30 strikeouts on the season, facing Antonio Sensatella, who has eight. Um, but, yeah, it's I just have not seen strikeouts this year, but that's a personal problem. Um, it's back not a to personal s- problem. I think it's great. Pete, you alluded to this, but the Angels drafted a pitcher in all 20 rounds in the 2021 draft. I will literally never forget being in Denver with – John boy with the company and being in the van and Jimmy like screaming that the angels just picked a pitcher with every single pick of the mm. draft last year. Um, but their last two first rounders Detmers in 2020, who we just talked about Bachman in 2021 have really found it. Um, their 2021 11th rounder chase Silseth made his MLB debut on Friday. Wow. What? He went six <laughs> innings, one hit, no runs. They're 2020 round 11, 2021 11th rounder. So you, I just proved your point that you made earlier when I was talking about the pitching depth you sure in did. the Angels organization. You sure did. Love when I love that. Um, yeah. So yeah, keep an eye for Sam Bachman. Like we said, double A right now with the Trash Pandas, what Chase Silseth. Um, and Reed Detmers for the Angels. Do are the Angels legit this year? Like, are you are you fully bought into what they're doing? It's hard to not look at that lineup just on its own and think that they have a chance to just beat the severe crap out of teams. Well, they beat the Astros then, for the division. Right. Will, Will they, they beat the Astros for the division? Kind of like the Astros too, but yes, they will. Wow. I, I would love the, to see that, man. I think the veteran presence of the team that the Angels have compared to, well, I guess it's the same with the Astros too, but they've got young pitching, the Astros. I guess the Angels will too if they keep bringing these young guys. I don't know. That's a great What's question. going on? Is our dude with the Astros, Luis Garcia, like has he been? Rocking the baby. Doing things? We talked about him so much last year. He has a 2.94 ERA. Mm. Way to go, Luis Garcia. Um, okay. Hunter Green. What Pete? Oof. Hold on. See you back. Okay. You're back. The Reds threw a no-hitter and lost. The mm-hmm. Pete, for, against the Pittsburgh Pirates at that. The Pittsburgh Pirates did not record a single hit and won the game. The Reds were the Reds were the Reds were on one. They didn't they like like win five out of seven yeah, at they one did. point. They, they, were, they were streaking, and then they go and lose a game like this. Like it's just heartbreaking for me because I like I like a lot of guys on that team, and I mean, what are you what are you supposed to do? You can't take him out. He walks two guys to put two guys on. You've got to take him out. There was almost a double play. It looked like the guy took. I don't know who was playing second base, but who was playing second base at that point? To turn that double play, I can't remember, but it was like Jonathan looked, India back. No, it looked like there was a bubble, 
and a couple of steps to try and get the play at second base before they turn the double. Had they turned that double play, then that'd be zero zero. But well, Hunter Green seven and a third, no hits, one hundred and eighteen pitches, which added up because he had five walks, he had nine Ks. Pete talked about how the Ks can kind of build that pitch count up, but mm. I can't. I mean, obviously, great outing for Hunter Green to go seven yeah. and a third, no hits, but five walks. Hate that. Mm. Um, and you know, I mean, we've we've noted it extensively. Like he gives up the long ball and he walks people, yeah. and that's just hate that um but yeah. great outing for him um like i touched on last week though you look at tom glavin's first year in the big leagues and it, you'd never think that he would turn out to be the, the guy that he was so there's going to be times where these guys have to learn on the fly as well it can't just be well you struggled go back down and triple a figure it out no now's a perfect time for the reds to f- have him figure it out on the fly up here and he's going to be so much better for it if he can get through this look at the two outings that he had before the no hitter it was like i I personally was like, man, it just looks like he's lost all confidence. And then he comes back a week later and he does that. It's like, this is what is going to happen with these young guys as they come up. Is that like, what's that clubhouse like after? I don't have any idea. I think it's just, I think it's, I think you hate that you lost, but they've lost so much this year that it's like, at least you played, a, you got to witness a decent football game for the first part of it like i don't know that's i don't tough. that's tough yeah it's hard oh. to all the old, just turn around and come back and get in tomorrow like yeah right sweet so good for hunter green we'll we'll obviously be keeping up with him this season he's a big name uh did, did you i don't mean this in like a weird way you picked him for your nl rookie of the year right i did yeah so we'll be talking about him a ton this this um this year and now we want to get into our top prospects of the week brought to you by the hudson valley renegades for tickets whoa i forget that this is a ticket read for tickets you can call 845-838-0094 visit hvrenegades.com the hudson valley renegades are the high a affiliates of the new york yankees duchess stadium is located in Wappingers Falls, New York. They have new hats, new merch, new swag. Dude, minor league merch is so we talked about it last week, but it's it's pretty sick. Um, but you can get that only at the team store. Use the promo code Jumboy for 20% off of your purchase today. Buy one, get one lower box ticket for the rest of the season with the code Jumboy. Um, anybody, Maddie, you're you're our Yankees person. Anybody you went, you talked about Trey Sweeney last week. Uh, Sunday, the 29th, uh, Hudson Valley is doing witches and wizards night. <laughs> so I recommend everybody gets a ticket for that. Cause that sounds like a time. Well, speaking of witches, new hats, new merch, new swag, only at the renegades team store. Use the code Jumboy for 20% off your first, uh, off your purchase today. Not your first purchase today. Um, that is renegades.milbstore.com. Okay. Getting in to our top prospects of the week. I guess I'm just going to read through all of. I can go every other. Okay. Um, I'll sit here. Start? You want to start? start. You, start? You, I can start. I don't care. What'd you say? I said I can start, but. Oh, I... you go ahead because the second name's easier. Um, okay. Ezekiel uh, <laughs> Duran. Uh, he is the Rangers, one of the Rangers' top prospects. He unfortunately left in the Joey Gallo trade. You can ask anybody in the 
boy office how I feel about that trade, and I've not changed my opinion since the trade went. It's not just because Joey Gallo hasn't hit. I knew that he wasn't going to hit, so I would love to have Ezekiel Durant back. Regardless, he was hitting 225 in double A entering May, and he is now hitting 302. So in that time, can you say that again? Entering May, Ezekiel yeah. Durant was hitting 225 in double A. Okay. And now, as we record, is May 16th, and he's hitting 302. Okay. So he's raised his average almost 80 points in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, in that time, he's hitting 428, uh, seven doubles, a triple, four homers, 15 RBIs, two walks, stolen base, um, and six of his last 12 games, multi-hit. He has a couple four-hit days, including yesterday, where he had four hits, two doubles, two homers, and a walk. And every time he got on base, he wow. scored. So five wow. runs, which is crazy. Um, my, my big question here is because he's a second baseman, middle infielder in the Rangers mm-hmm. system, they obviously Trouble. just signed Simeon and Steger. So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to play out for Ezekiel Duran. In the is it a big enough years, bat but... that he can move to third? Well, maybe Seeger can move. But then yeah. I also want Josh Smith to play short too. We so love Josh Smith. I don't know what the Rangers. It's a good problem to have for the Rangers. I went down to Joey Gallo hole. I feel bad for you. Did Joey Gallo really just hit 160 last year with the Yankees? I I think that's high. I mean, I can look. But... I mean, that's what Baseball Reference said. I just I thought that he was like. How many homers did he hit? Much more productive than that. He had 13 home runs with the Yankees, but total for the season, he had 38. But what's also kind of interesting about that, and maybe I'm just like overanalyzing it. He had 38 home runs and 77 RBI. I feel like that RBI total is low in comparison to almost 40 bombs. Um, but that's not his, that, he can't. Yeah. I mean, that's just that. guys on or not. And you're yeah. with the, you were with Texas for 95 games. Um, shout out to Adolis Garcia. Um, yeah, so this season, Joey Gallo is hitting 202, five home runs, seven RBI. Um, He's also been on a heater this week. I'll give him that. He's been hot this week, which has raised his average and his home run totals. Um, is Joey Gallo good? Like, let's just, like, overall consensus. For his career, he's hitting 206. But he's averaging 40 home runs a season. He but serves yeah, a purpose. I hate that average. This is a just – this is beyond Joey Gallo question. It's a, do you like a three true outcome player or not? Yeah. There's a reason why they're changing the game. I personally prefer to watch not three true outcome baseball. So you're enjoying the way the game's moving right now. Yes. Hmm. You know who else is? Tell us. Joey Weimer. Weimer. W-E-I-M-E-R. Weimer. Okay. Um, Brewers number two prospect currently paying playing in double a for the Biloxi Shuckers. Didn't we too like a draft where you and I could not get the, we could not land on the word Shuckers. That was in our Jeopardy. It It was our Jeopardy game. I said like, what is the team name for Biloxi? And it was one of the few questions you guys didn't get. Yeah. I wonder what I was. I was wondering when we drafted because we did the team name 
Was it a team name draft? But I think we well, no, someone picked Jeopardy. the Shuggers. This is when okay, I was Jeopardy. wearing the, the frosted flakes. So he's hit five home runs in, the, in his past six games. Four of his last six games, he's recorded two or more hits. On the season in double A in 33 games, he's hitting 302 with 12 doubles, nine home runs, 27 RBI, six stolen bases, and a 980 OPS. Mm. Wow. Legit prospect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next guy, I believe his first name is Eddie's E D D Y S Eddie's Leonard, uh, the 21 year old Dodgers number eight overall prospect. He's currently an infielder playing in high a, he raised his average from 237 to 271 in his six games this week. Those six games, he picked up at least one hit in every single game. So overall, he went 10 for 25, which is a 400 average for those that didn't calculate it before typing it. <laughs> he hit four doubles and four home runs, including three home runs in the last two games. So overall, really sound week. Um, I mean, we all sound know sound yeah. is what you just called that week. That's that's a great week, Maddie. A great week, yeah. Um, sound. I'm going to use that today. Write that down. That's that's yeah, use that on the broadcast. No, I mean yeah. that's like a fully oh yeah American word. Is it I feel like it's it's uh, is it underplaying the performance? I would say sound means study. Okay. Like that would be my cinnamon. Cinnamon. Cinnamon is what I said. That'll just be in your case cinnamon. anybody was that'll wondering. be your cinnamon. Yep. My cinnamon too. Yeah. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Go Tigers. I love this name. Micker Adolfo. Uh, the White Sox number 13 prospect. He raised his AAA average from 224 to 288 in his last four. He went eight for 13, two doubles, a home run, five RBI, two walks. Sunday, he went four for four with a home run and a double. We love that for Micker. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, to raise your average from 224 to 288 in four games, and yeah. especially because I know, I mean, we're not even a quarter of a way through the season, but we're not like in that first week of the season where your batting average skyrockets 100 points because you got one hit. Um, so it is the first week of the season in this organization, AAA White Sox for your mean Mercedes. Did you see that? No, how's our guy? It's his mm. first week back from injury in AAA. So, how's our guy? Going over to the other Sox, Red Sox, uh, number 14 prospect, Connor Seabold. He was originally drafted with the Phillies in 2017 and then was part of the Nick Pavetta Austin trade in 2020. Um, he had a sound outing on Sunday in AAA, <laughs> six innings, one hit, <laughs> zero runs, a walk, and 11 Ks. I forgot that that was the, the thing that got him on this list. 11 Ks is is really something, especially because he's in AAA. Um, all of that on 92 pitches. Especially since Kelsey's already said that the strikeouts are down, way down all across the world yeah. in every baseball league I'm, in the world. I'm just, <laughs> I'm sucked into my into my Denver vortex right now. <laughs> it's true though. It's I'm, I'm with you. I'm also curious how Kelsey will react to this slide because I know, the, it's nice I know. and not nice. Yeah, because we love Bobby Miller and we love Jack Leiter. Um, but 
Dodgers number two prospect, Bobby Miller, I believe it was a 2020 draft pick. He faced off against the Rangers number one prospect, Tree Tomp, Tree Stump, Jack Leiter in Saturday in double A. Bobby Miller. Oh, no. <laughs> Bobby Miller went five innings, three hits, no runs, one walk, five Ks. Good job, Bobby Miller. Jack Leiter went one, two, three, and seven hits, six and runs, one K. <laughs> Jack Leiter went one and two thirds. He gave up seven hits, six runs, um, and took his ERA from 193 to 443. Uh, still got tree stumps though. Um, but that was a really big prospect matchup. I mean, man, that would have been fun to see in person, but those are two guys we're going to see up here in the next, we could see them both up here this year, honestly, maybe not, but maybe not. It might be a, if it's not a September with those sorts of guys, like with the Uber Uber prospects that probably going to come up and never go back down again, that's when you see the the mid May guys. So they get three and a half years out of them instead of three years. So um, I may I think that he may be a middle of the year next year. Or if you know somehow the Rangers look like they're going to be doing something in September, maybe they call him up in September and add a bit of punch then. Try and make it the playoffs. They they got twelve playoff teams now. Okay, your turn. Uh, next up is Enrique Bradfield, who is my favorite college player, I think. Vanderbilt sophomore center fielder. Last Tuesday, he (laughs) stole home when Vanderbilt was down one run in the ninth with two outs. So he tied the game, stealing home. If he gets thrown out there, I guess it's a move. You don't do that on your own. I, I assume that See, here's my opinion of college baseball. I think the managers and the pitching coaches control absolutely everything. So there's no way if you're stealing home with two outs in the ninth inning that you're going to do that on your own. That's a that's direction from someone else. Yeah. And they probably saw something that, you know, that they were. Right. Maybe it was a 3-9 th- to the plate or. Exploiting. You know. Well, regardless, he ties the game in the ninth and then Vanderbilt wins it in the 11th. So huge stolen base. He's currently 37 for 37 on stolen base attempts this season. Um, Hmm. So that's crazy. I think he was projected as like probably going to steal the most bases in college. He's not. Somebody else has 55 already, I believe, or something like crazy high. Um, But I think he's 55. Yeah, I think he's in fourth place with 37. Somebody has a, an insane amount. It's in the fifties. It's something like. How many 50. games do they play in college? Let me let me just look it up for the sake of this. Mm, I'm looking at the college baseball rankings right now. Did not realize LSU dropped out of the top twenty-five, which is a bummer. Uh, but while Maddie's looking that up, if you're interested in college baseball, Tennessee is the number one team in the country, and then Oregon State, Virginia Tech, Stanford. Wow. Uh, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Oklahoma State, Miami, Louisville are your top 10 teams. Thank you. Uh, Wow, Texas State is ranked 13th. When did Texas State become like – Texas State is like a party school. Like you don't think of sports when you think of Texas State. Holy shit, this guy steals – all right. The number number one guy for stolen bases is Jonathan Thomas, who – is at playing at the University of Houston and he has 57 stolen bases in 48 games. If you look at his stolen base log, 
four, three, four, five, three, four. Like this is by game. Come on, dude. Yeah, he's the second game of the season, five stolen bases. Holy What's he betting? He must be getting on base every time. <laughs> batting 354. He steals every walks. time. What's his on base? Have they introduced the stealing first rule in that league? The, the on base isn't on this, on this thing. Okay. This Man, is like, that's ridiculous. That's hey. like that's like Juan Pierre shit. When Juan, when Juan Pierre, I, I got to see Juan Pierre. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got to see Juan Pierre in the minor leagues. But we were in florida in melbourne florida visiting john diebel who was the manager of the brevard county manatees in abel at that stage and juan pierre was what on that a team. mouthful and he was bunting every at bat and reaching base they were like defending for it and he was just like nope and he was just rah, gone it was unreal rah, yeah. yeah so enrique bradfield he's currently in fourth because this guy is running away with the stolen base numbers so mm-hmm. good for jonathan thomas He's also top performer of the week. But Enrique Bradfield, that was last Tuesday. He stole home. Friday, he hits a go-ahead, game-winning, three-run bomb in the 10th inning for Vanderbilt. Have a week. This is a guy that doesn't hit home runs. He's, his game is speed and being a good center fielder. So wow. seeing him hit a home run is pretty cool. That's awesome. Good for him. What about the Padres A pitching staff? They threw a no-hitter on Saturday. I saw this. Didn't they strike out like 74? Kevin Cops! Kevin Cops! Kevin Cops! Kevin Cops! Um, I've it's never seen somebody's first name, Lake. Like a body of water. Lake, Lake Nona. Lake Bachar. Three innings. Mo- Moises, Mo- Moises Lugo, three innings. Carlos Bellin, two innings. And Padres, number 15, prospect Sugarland. Texas native Kevin Copps, who pitched an inning combined for nine no-hit innings. Bellin and Copps did both issue a walk in the eighth and the ninth inning. But congratulations to the Padres double-A pitching staff for throwing a no-hitter. I am living in the NL West and had no idea that there was a graphic that MLB on Fox put on Instagram, and it showed, like, the seven teams who had reached 20 wins. This was a couple days ago. I had no idea that the Padres were having that that good of a season yeah they are it's it's been so sneaky like you're just hearing about so many other teams and the padres are just kind of like well because every team in the west is above 500 it's like it's it's like they're so good the padres team's really good um and they still haven't really started playing and they don't have to tease back Uh, hosmer's going off his Good for him. Good for him. You hear your name getting tossed around so much in those in those trade talks and dumping your salary and da 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 da. Good for him. Show him, show him, Hoz. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, this is my favorite part of the episode because we run through our quick weekly news flash for you, and it is brought to you by Candy Digital. It's the official NFT partner for Major League Baseball. They take the obsession and thrill of card collecting and make it digital with a totally cool digital collector's item. Blind packs, meaning you don't know which cards are inside, like back in the day with wax packs, trading cards. Um, There are five levels of rarity. We walked you guys through this. Um, Each level increases the card's value. Core, uncommon, rare, epic, legendary. Every team and every player will be included in the series and their stats are updated daily on the back of the NFT like you always wished your cardboard cards 
would do. Um, so the packs drop, the packs in May are drop on May 3rd, May 10th, May 24th, and May 31st. You can purchase with the credit card for $50 on Candy's Marketplace, which is mlb.candy.com. So set up an account at candy.com slash MLB or by clicking the link in the description to start your collection today. I think that I still have a pack left. All right, we're unwrapping my my pack on mlbcandy.com. Unwrap we're ripping, my pack. We're ripping okay. packs. We're ripping. Okay, let's see what's inside. Uncommon. So that's the second level. That's the second highest level. Did did we get an uncommon in any of our other packs? Oh. We we've gotten uncommons and I think that they start you with your highest. Yeah. Yeah. So you're only going down from there. Well, this this is Kyle Tucker. We got Kyle Tucker for our uncommon. Man, that's terrible quality. I apologize. Okay. I got another uncommon. That is Zach Pop. I remember him. Okay. And my last core is um, Marte. So that's how it's done. Okay, so getting into this week's headlines, Braves number one prospect Michael Harris loses a 31 double A game on base streak to start the season on Saturday. Pete loves this guy and he reached Dude. 31 consecutive games. Start another streak tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was 31 for 31 games. So he made it a full month and then he lost it this weekend. But shout out to him. Giants farmhand Austin Dean hits three solo home runs on Sunday. Wow. Um, Adley Rushman, big update, says he's full go. He's 100% healthy in AAA now. He's currently hitting 194 in nine AAA games. So, I mean, I'd imagine they want to see that average climb a little up. And then, uh, yeah, we might get to see him up here. Um, Tennessee Vols. Tennessee Vols, the number one team in college baseball. If you were listening to me run through the rankings there, they clinched their first SEC regular season championship since 1995. They were 20 and four in SEC play, and they hold a seven game lead over the second. You guys, a 20 and four record in the SEC is extremely impressive, but I don't have to it tell helps. you that. You it helps know. when your team ARA is like zero. So, yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. And the Oklahoma state kid who hit a ball 513 feet. Um, Griffin Dorshine. That was a 513 foot home run. I was literally like you, Maddie tweeted that out. And I like sprinted downstairs and told or John boy media tweeted that out. I sprinted downstairs. I was like, Holy crap, Casey, somebody just hit a ball 513 feet. I hit one 525 once. What's the longest one we've seen in the big leagues this season. I think we discussed this recently. Mike Trout, 472? 470, yeah, that brings a bell, yeah. Um, so those are this week's headlines. Was there anything else, like, in the baseball world that, that – I felt like there was something that I wanted to uh, – Albert Pujols. Oh, pitched last night, by the way. Making his pitching debut. That was phenomenal. He gave up, like, two bombs. Uh, Looked but, good. Yeah. I'm not saying there's going to be a second career for him. But he looks good. What are we hype about, Maddie? What'd you just tweet? Um, Frank Mazzucato. Yeah. He's making his professional debut in low A tomorrow. Let's go. 
Okay. Uh, another thing maybe to note, Jared Kelnick was optioned to AAA. Um, you know, this is a guy, he's 22 years old, um, didn't play. You hate that he was sent down? I just hate that they brought him back so quickly again. Like, this is this is what my argument the whole time is that we're going to keep running out of these prospects if we keep just bringing them up and having them struggle and sending them down. And I get Seattle's in a different spot and they're trying to win this year, so they can't exactly just allow him to struggle on a larger scale. But don't bring him up to start the – like, let him figure it out for longer than a week or two yeah. weeks, three weeks. Like, get him a full season. Look at Kyle Wright, what happened with Kyle Wright when he had a full season AAA down there. Look at Duval when he went down to AAA for an extended period of time, not just, okay, no, he's ready, let's go. Like, these things can't be rushed. Yeah. And he was rushed. I mean, I'm reading off a tweet from Ryan Divish, um, who covers the Mariners for the Seattle Times. And he pointed out, didn't have a season in 2020. He was called up after six double-A games in 2021. So this is a guy, we're going to see him back up there, but he needs more time to to develop a little bit. I agree bit. so too. He's got to get to the point where he's not pressing so hard because obviously he's there was so much pressure on him when he came up too. It wasn't like... It wasn't standard, just go out there and have fun. It was like, yeah. we want to see you be a superstar. Yeah. And, so, I mean, this is a team that's hopeful this year, you know? Yeah. Julio Rodriguez had a big game this week, the biggest game of his career. He went four for four. I think he had two singles, a walk, a double, and a home run or something. I think his parents were there. That was really cool. A storyline that, Maddie, we, I don't know if I feel like we almost should edit this up to the top of the show, um, Kumar Rocker. We got some Kumar Rocker news, baby. Kumar Rocker is going to be pitching for the Tri-City Valley Cats. Um, and remember, he was drafted by the Mets in 2021. They didn't sign him. Um, but, yeah, so he um, is going to be playing with Tri-City Valley Cats, and he'll be eligible for the draft this upcoming year. So, well, that'll be really, really fun to follow along with how he does there. Yeah? Do you think the Mets regret that decision? I mean, I don't think they're regretting much right now. Like, I think they're just... They just lost Tyler McGill. They haven't got yeah. DeGrom. What's, his, what's McGill's timeline? How long is that injury supposed to sideline? Haven't even, they haven't even really... Is it a serious said, injury? They said it's uh, shoulder fatigue, right? I don't know. If it's shoulder, it could be long time. But DeGrom's been dealing with his shoulder forever, so who knows? Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm I got, very... I got to go. Let's okay. go, kids. Let's go, kids. Let's go, kids. Let's go, kids. Oh, we'll keep an eye stones. on. Did you see that? That's that's what no, happens when you have to I walk up I still can't see stairs, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll keep an eye on Kumar Rocker. Peter, we'll keep an eye on the continent of Australia with Aussie lingo. Are you ready? Yep. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. Getching Caney. Um, pasta. Bonza. Party. No, but it means... Awesome, great, wonderful. Something like, oh, look at that. It's bloody Bonzo, isn't it? Really whipped out the accent there. You have to, because Bonza. no way are you going to say Bonzer. See, it doesn't sound right in the American accent. Bonza. Bonza. Oh, Bonza. she's a bloody ripper. Have a gato. She's a Bonza. Bonza. That'll wrap up this week's episode, folks. It was and I got Maddie great time with you guys. Peter doesn't get a shower. He's calling a game tonight. Wish him luck. Wish his pitch teams a lot. But- I do have hand sanitizer mist, so I might just give that a bit of a... There we go. Oh, he actually did it. Okay. Baseball's back, folks. Hot in the streets. Except, I'm hot uh, in the streets. 
Yeah, not it's hot in this room. This week. I got no AC. It's getting, hey, I'm having a great time. Let's not, I don't let things like this dampen my spirits. If I'm going to go and smell like a foot, so I'm going to go and smell like a foot. I'm really so glad good. that I did do two laps to the Starbucks in this morning and then walk up 11 flights of stairs before I realized I'm not going to be able to have a shower. So yeah. I'm fired up about that. But Sponge bath. I'm good luck go. shaving. Thank He's going to take a bucket, bring it out in the room. It's a whole thing. We hope you guys See. have a great week. Thank we you. love you. Farm on farm often we will see you next wednesday maybe <laughs>